0: in 2005, in its entirety. May this book serve as a source of inspiration and of valuable advice to assist you in whatever endeavor you set out to succeed in. Chapter 2 Innovate to Stay Ahead Innovation Distinguishes Between a Leader and a Follower From the very beginning, Jobs had noticed there was a niche to be filled in the fledgling 1980s personal computer market. Computers in that era were large, cumbersome pieces of equipment that occupied large spaces and were so costly that most people could not afford them. At the same time, great leaps in electronics around that time led to the production of smaller but more powerful computer components. Jobs first spotted the potential for improving the computer when he saw the computer circuit board that Wozniak was building for his own personal use. Seeing that his friend had a brilliant and marketable product, Jobs then convinced Wozniak to start a company and thus Apple Computer was created on April 1st, 1976. In the months that followed the founding of the company, the two young tech entrepreneurs assembled and sold boards of their own brand of computers in the Jobs' family garage. Their clientele were independent computer dealers in the area. Knowing they could do better, Jobs and Wozniak redesigned their product with the idea of selling it to individual users. Thus the Apple II hit the market in 1977, featuring a much expanded, more powerful system that supported color graphics. The innovative machine was a success, raking in impressive first-year sales of $2.7 million. The Apple Computer Company's profit grew to $200 million within three years. It was an achievement considered one of the most phenomenal cases of corporate growth in American history. Moreover, the Apple II's commercial success had opened up a brand-new market in personal computers revolutionizing not only computing, but also our way of processing information. Apple went on to produce a number of products with varying success for the next couple of decades, until revenues suffered severely in 1995, when competitor Microsoft released Windows 95. In 1985, Steve Jobs resigned from the company he had founded due to disputes with some of the directors and executives. Jobs returned to Apple in 1996, proving himself once again to his critics with the introduction of another innovative product, the iMac. Unveiled in May 1998, the iMac featured a stylish and futuristic translucent design, which immediately stood out among the black, gray, and beige boxes that Apple's competitors in the computer industry were producing at the time. His ingenious creation revitalized the Apple brand and marked the start of a string of mold-breaking products over the next two years such as the colored iMacs and the iBook, Apple's consumer laptop computer. Three years after Steve Jobs was back in charge, Apple had regained its status and influence in the tech industry once more. It could be said that Jobs first earned the reputation of a tech visionary when he introduced arguably Apple's most iconic product, the iPod. The revolutionary MP3 player took the world by storm but it soon became evident that music piracy had become an issue as more users were illegally distributing audio files to be uploaded onto the iPod and gadgets like it. Jobs believed that iPod sales could increase even further if there was a legal way of downloading music. Rather than waiting for change to happen in the music industry, he approached record labels and successfully negotiated landmark deals, leading to the introduction of the iTunes Music Store in April of 2003. What's more, the iPod and iTunes forever reinvented not just the way people listen to music, but also how the music industry works in terms of selling its products to consumers. Apple's innovation did not end at its consumer products. Within the business world, Apple also became known for its innovative corporate culture. While the conventional corporation has divisions and departments that encourage competitiveness within the workforce, Jobs did not subscribe to such a structured approach for Apple thinking it to be too rigid. He believed in a more united and open system of organization that would bring everyone in line with the company's mission. As he once noted, Apple should be the kind of place where anybody can walk in and share his ideas with the CEO. When Apple first opened for business, it started off as a company that sold circuit boards. Over the decades, the company has grown into a dominant global industry player with products that continue to play a huge role in shaping market trends the company's growth and unprecedented success was certainly no fluke though job's innovative ideas combined with acute business sense and a dash of boldness to venture where others had not tread paved the way for apple to be at the forefront of the digital revolution Chapter Three.